Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. 812 on Wisconsin's Morning News. This morning, Israel hits back. Sound from Israeli airstrikes in northern Gaza City following the attack this weekend. Hamas firing rockets into Israel, fighting on the ground and taking hostages, including women and children. Michael Dixon, executive director of a nonprofit that fights anti-Semitism called Stand With Us, posted this to social media. This attack is not just against Israel, but against all Jewish people. Hamas is an enemy of Christians, Hindus, moderate Muslims, minorities, LGBTQ, atheists, people of color, and anyone who differs from their extremist Islamist ideology. You have skin in the game. Support Israel. On the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this morning, President and CEO of the Harry and Rose Sampson Family Jewish Community Center here in Milwaukee, friend of the program, Mark Shapiro. Mark, really appreciate your time this morning. Good morning, Vince. Hey, when's the last time you were in Israel? Oh, you know, pre-COVID um, was uh, the last time I was there. I was doing some presenting um, at a conference. And uh, yeah, it's been about five years, four years maybe. So some Jews, as we talked about, Mark, over the years are, are more connected to Israel than others. As you and I were texting just over the weekend, there there are Milwaukee Jews who have family there right now. You mentioned those who may have children in the army right now. They've been called into action. The The impact here locally runs very deep. Yeah, it's, you know, I, it is just such a, um, a connection within community, whether it is the fact that our community uh, here, the Jewish community in Milwaukee, uh, brings in uh, emissaries who work and live in Milwaukee to bring Israel to our Jewish community, or whether the fact that there are Israelis who have um, moved from Israel here to Milwaukee, or the fact that it is a very typical thing for um, for Jewish families and families who are very committed to Israel to have their children spend a semester abroad or to spend time in Israel. Uh, there are so many connections that on a morning when... You wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and you hear that a war has broken out. Uh, the first thing that happens is uh, you jump to Facebook and phones to start checking in and making sure that people are okay. Um, it happens more than the news covers is also part of the reality of the fact that um, I think that's one of the misunderstood reactions to all of this is just how often um, there are rockets and bombs being launched into Israel. Mark, you know, that, that's it's Eric. I, that was a question that, that I had for you because that's true. And I think a lot of times Americans think about that, like, oh, there's more conflict in the Middle East. But what makes this situation different? Well, I mean, this one is a complete and total terrorist attack. You know, we have to call it what it is. And I think that's the, the challenge and where you're seeing some of the frustration from community readers is when the language is about a war, a war is between two countries where there are the rules of, of war and engagement. This is a terrorist attack. I, I, you know, there, there have been comments from many uh, international leaders saying that they hope that diplomacy or de-escalation would be used. I just want us to try and imagine what it would be like if all of a sudden Canada were to just to decide on one day in the middle of the summer to cross the border and go into all of northern Wisconsin uh, where there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of kids at overnight summer camp or people who are living there and just started uh, shooting thousands of rockets in and grabbing Americans and pulling them across the border. Uh, would the United States de-escalate and use diplomacy or would they react and try and get their, their, um, 
their citizens back. It, it, it is a different bar being used to measure this, different words being used to measure this because of a belief of what's happening on all the days besides this war, besides this conflict. Mark, I, I'll share with you an admission. I have not allowed myself to watch the proliferation of a video of some of the actual incidents of which you speak um, inhuman terrorist acts perpetrated in the attack to your point of how this is different there is that as well rocket fire is one thing acts of war between governments is another thing but uh, there if you want to see it it's out there for how horrifying this is on a human level yeah i actually had said that in one of my texts to you I'm just sad for all of us because of the loss of humanity of of this is being in any way, in any way being covered as a conflict of two sides. When one of the sides is they are choosing to release videos of them dancing and spitting on dead bodies and all of the I'm with you, Vince. I'm not going to glorify any of the video. It's out there if it's what you want to see. The question that we have to ask ourselves is, can we begin to recognize that a target and hate towards any one group of people is just a matter of time till it moves to the next group of people? Um, Vince, when the, the political conversation was going on and you had me on, I was talking about it from a democracy point of view. The loss of democracy is a, is a challenge to all democratic countries. So, Mark, what what are you going to be doing uh, at the JCC in your role uh, as community leader, not just of Jews in Milwaukee, but uh, of all people? Because you always you always reach out, and you do nothing at the JCC that is about your community only. You're always bringing others in, educating people. What do you have going this week, or have you gotten to that point about how you will support the community as this is ongoing? Well, first of all, thank you for that. I appreciate your vision of what the JCC is doing. Um, and really, truly, the Milwaukee Jewish Federation and our Jewish Community Relations Council are taking a lot of the lead on our response as a community. If ever there was a time that the community needs one voice um, and one point, uh, this is definitely one of those times. Uh, and so we're starting with a place to come together and gather, and that's happening uh, today uh, at uh, 6 o'clock at Congregation Shalom in Fox Point, um, an opportunity for anyone and everyone in the community to gather together um, to show solidarity, to mourn the loss of, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people who have been killed, including Americans, as well as Israelis and people from all over the world, uh, to have prayers, prayers of healing, prayers of return for the hostages, for peace, um, we, you know, everyone has to recognize there are people who are living in Palestine who are not a part of Hamas that are also being impacted. But the truth is, is at this point, it's Israel that is being impacted. Um, and it is a global Jewish world that's being impacted because for some reason, uh, anti-Zionist, anti-Israel has turned into anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish everywhere. So uh, the gathering is going to be uh, uh, today at 6 o'clock at Congregation Shalom in Fox Point, and yes, you're right, the whole community is welcome because I think more than just the Jewish community is outraged by what's happening. That's the president and CEO of the Jewish Community Center here in Milwaukee. Mark, appreciate you. I know you're super busy and connecting with people all over the country and world on this issue, and I appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. Thank you for uh, having the opportunity to share uh, words, thoughts, um, and invite people 
to be a part of the solution. Okay, thinking about you, my friend. Take care. Take care. 820 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty six on Wisconsin's morning news. How can we get confirmation on this? What time I need to know the time? I, I, what I had seen was set to begin around eight a.m. today. So Waukesha is turning on the faucet today officially, transitioning over. We to can't the... confirm that it's actually happened, but <laughs> well, it was supposed to be at that's eight a.m. today. I want a time, and I want a photograph or moving video of the guy who, like, actually, you know, <laughs> turns on the spigot. <laughs> Waukesha is getting Lake Michigan water starting today. Backing you up quick. uh, Quarter billion dollar plus project to pump Lake Michigan water to the 72,000 or so residents of Waukesha. They've been under federal mandate to get a new water supply as the deep water aquifer that they've been using since ever is largely drained and contaminated Mm -hmm. with radium. So they had to do this. This was the solution. A whole bunch of politics involved about how they were able to be the first community outside the Great Lakes Basin to draw water from the Great Lakes um, but TMJ4 News talking with some folks there uh, ahead of this transition, which is occurring today. I've lived here, or in the area for a while, worked here for 12 years, and the wa- you can taste the bad taste in the water. I spend about probably like 10 bucks uh, a week trying to buy more water to drink that's actually healthy. Yeah, it's one of the guys uh, just saying, yeah, we noticed and had to do it. It is going to be a little bit more expensive but uh, there can also be some cost savings along with that. Changes to expect here if you live in Waukesha or you have a business there. bit more of a chlorine smell. That should subside as officials adjust the levels. They say it's safe to drink right now today once they make that transition. But just be aware mm-hmm. of that. They'll be adjusting the level once you know they know how this is flowing out. Uh, also initially may have a red or brown color as it first begins to flow through your pipes. And that's from the minerals and the sediment that's in the pipe. If it lasts for longer than a few days, let us know. We'll have to flush that area a little bit more. It's Dan Dukniak is the general manager of the Waukesha Water Utility. He's been working on this since, I don't know, since Ever. you and I started reporting on it 20-some right. years ago at least, right? So kind of a big day for him. See, he's, he's the guy I want to see doing the thing. Now, is he popping the champagne bottles at the end of the week? Boop. Right. Is he spraying that on all the other workers? Today? Do they have goggles on? <laughs> They're holding... Or do they spray each other with the bad water? Well, know. they already had like that, uh, the, the pre-ribbon cutting. Yeah, yeah. Where they had the dog and pony show and everybody stood around and they, they took the pictures. Today they actually get down to the business. Now, they're recommending folks with water softeners or special filtration units actually disconnect those at least to start and then see how things go. You know, I talked about it's going to be more expensive. Obviously, this was more than a quarter of a billion dollars in order to create the systems that are necessary, not only to bring the water from Lake Michigan, but the way they were able to do this is they got to put it back. Mm -hmm. So once the water goes through the sewage treatment process, uh, it'll end up back in the uh, root river flowage that actually eventually goes out to Lake Michigan. So that's how they'll end up putting all the water back. So, yeah, there's an extra cost for ratepayers. I suppose if those who look into... You know, if you have a water softener right now, there's a cost for that service. There's a cost for the salt. So if you decide that actually this water is pretty much okay, it's supposed to be considerably softer. I mean, right. like my yeah. mom lives in Waukesha County. She's always had water softener. Mm-hmm. Us too. But yeah. I never have in Milwaukee County. So I'm looking at the interactive map. 
that they are providing. And so far, uh, not, not unexpected, but uh, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing to report. No I, if I can interject quick, it's Adam in the newsroom. I was literally just on the phone with Duke Nyack's office, and Haley over at the water utility did confirm to me the process has begun. Ah, so excellent. I don't know if the map is just not showing it yet, but Haley at the water utility says the process has started. Thank nice job, you. Haley. Now, now, important follow-up. What? Who's the person? Who's and what is that process? Adam? Is it a button? Right. Is it a is bell? It a button? Is it a push? I'll call is it a her lever? Back. Right. Tell we demand to know. <laughs> I want it to be like you know, like when you turn on the the hose outside. It's no. I want a dam. Yeah. I want to see a dam Boosh. get lifted. <laughs> the thing and it yeah. just starts pouring in. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll accept that. Maybe something larger, like a you know that you got to take two hands on, like a mm-hmm. two people with two keys. Kind of like That'd nuclear codes. All right. On my mark. In three, two, one, mark. <laughs> oh, very good. It's a Star Wars song. Death Star thing. Eighth, uh, is, that, is that enough? <laughs> I, I, listen, Waukesha, if, if you're getting the new water or you think you are... It's going to take, take days. I mean, it's going to take some time, and it's going to be neighborhood to neighborhood. It's not just going to happen... Overnight, if you will. It's going to take a little bit from my understanding. Uh, Jeff from Fox Point just texting into the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620, wants to know if they're putting fluoride in. If you're getting the Milwaukee water, then yes, you're getting fluoridated water, which has always been the system, at least since ever, coming out of Milwaukee. So that's the water they're getting is being sent to them. Same thing that, that we're getting at my house, but not Eric's house. Nope. You still got bad water. <laughs> <laughs> not, I don't have this kind of water. Not this one. 831 of Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight forty on Wisconsin's morning news. We're born in this world with hope and dreams and a desire to be happy. Dad. Already too scary. Out, out, out. (laughs) The Exorcist Believer, (laughs) the only new movie to come out this uh, this past weekend. It's a direct sequel to the 1973 classic. Didn't see the first one either. Sixth film in the franchise. Too scary. So domestically brought in an estimated $27 million in the opening weekend. Well, that's fine. Didn't you say it only costs like $30 million to make? Yes. So they're well on their way. Yeah, and actually they should, they'll end up over that. Uh, Snaps up an estimated $18 million over seas for a global haul of $45 million. So it'll end up being a positive. Uh, but I think they wanted a little bit more in the opening weekend. Not 27. Hmm. See, it's not quite close enough to Halloween. Well, they wanted it on Friday the 13th. We talked about this. It was supposed to be next week, uh, but they couldn't open it next week because it would go up against Taylor Swift. Oh, that's this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The this 13th, coming, yeah, yeah it was supposed right. to open on Friday the 13th, but now Taylor Swift's uh, concert movie is going to come out. So they don't. Ex- they didn't want to compete with that. T Swift just moves markets. By right? the way, speaking of that, uh, Taylor didn't make it to Minnesota. Yeah, one of my my daughter who would be of interest in these things, who also actually likes Packers. She's my sports kid, right? Okay. So, um, she's like, don't the Packers play today? I'm like Monday night, or you know, and then Vikings and, and Chiefs was on. She's yeah. watching that. She goes, oh, oh, is Taylor Swift there? <laughs> And I'm like, no. no. I said, have you seen her? She goes, no. I'm like, then she's not yeah, there. Because yeah, yeah. in 38 seconds of you standing here, you would have seen her at least <laughs> twice. She claims she already did like Travis Kelsey, though, before the oh, whole okay. Swift thing. I was going to say. She knows definitely... a little bit about football. She's got a fantasy team. All right. Well, he's definitely more popular now. He's getting a lot more Instagram followers. They say his Instagram has blown up since 
all of this. You get a little hurt off. before half, and then came back out and still managed to perform. So I, I wondered about that. Yeah, so he got hurt, had X-rays and stuff done on his foot or his ankle. Like they were concerned about the ankle. So if he would, you know, never wish injury on anybody, nope. but if something were to happen to him, and would that like fizzle the relationship? Yeah, that's then? the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's no fun. I don't get to go to the game. I'm gonna sit here. Not going to a game you're not playing in. And mm. this has actually really lost some of its energy. Yeah, I suppose. Or maybe she would really relish the time and maybe she really likes him. I want to believe she's genuine and he's genuine yeah. and that there's these really are just like a couple of people other. who yeah. are dating and I want to believe that. I don't know if I do, <laughs> but I want to believe it. Why that. didn't she go to him? Did she is is her tour ongoing or did she have other things? I don't think her, t- uh, her tour starts up quite yet. I don't know why she wasn't there. Couldn't get a box. She yeah, they, she couldn't get a seat. Couldn't they, get a seat. They, there, there were no not, tickets available. <laughs> no one would let her sit in their suite. <laughs> Hi, I'm calling on behalf of Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm sorry, we have, yeah, we have no, room. no seat. No room for you. 843 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight forty seven on Wisconsin's morning news. A little bit more on the Packers here in a moment, but did you see see the guy on the sidelines, the photographer in the Badger game? But nobody saw the Badger game because it was on Peacock. But <laughs> for the eight people who saw it, <laughs> right? But everybody, if you've seen it in your social, it's like made the rounds. I think this worked out well for our boy. I think he's. I oh, think he's cameraman. okay. Yeah, he's okay. Uh, there's a photographer. He's on the sideline. He's a growing legend, not for the shot he got, but for the shot he took in the fourth quarter. Wins it to pass on fourth and two. Flushed out of the pocket. Wins it. Actual sound from the game. Yeah. No. no, the call was Courtesy on NBC's Peacock. Peacock streaming service. I mean, it sounds like a benign play, right? Rutgers incompletion, but what you don't see is, or what you don't hear, but you see on the video, is the pass takes a skip out of bounds and right into the groin of the yeah. photographer. Yeah, and he went down. <laughs> he did. He crumpled. Yeah. And he's okay, which is why we're kind of chuckling. Like, well, and the broadcast kept going. That was so funny. About I didn't even know like, if those guys noticed, right? <laughs> I don't think they did. I don't know if Tausch noticed because he that would have been the whole broadcast then. <laughs> I hope old boy's okay. <laughs> Ethan Bacon is his name, and uh, he's talked about it. He's been on social and uh, you know said he shook it off after about forty minutes. Move. That's not just a walk off. No, nope. that's like making sure everything's all right there. But <laughs> he uh, he's doing okay. He, he uh, is very proud of his work, too, by the way. He was demonstrating and posting all over social after the fact, like, yeah, that's that was me, but here's my story. Like, And he kept showing a lot of his videos. So he's very he takes his job very seriously. He's he very got the critical interception. Quarterback mm-hmm. Ricardo Hallman had the INT, the pick six, game changer in that one. He got yeah. a really great perspective on that. Guy, by all accounts, is a really good photographer. You're right. He was like... All about, well, I got this shot and that shot. I'm like, nah, dude, that's not why we're... <laughs> He's trying to change the narrative on this. No, 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 no. Listen, Bacon. <laughs> Talk about what happened to you. <laughs> right. We just want to hear about you getting hit in the king. <laughs> Everything okay down there. Packers home game tonight, right? Boy, it sure feels like it, right? They're in Vegas, but it's got to be... What did Tausch think? Maybe 70 to 80%. 70 to 80%. Packers fans. Oh my gosh, they're everywhere. You've seen some of the video. I mean, there's been a couple of different um, what, rallies, pep rallies. We saw Mark Murphy's over there talking to the people. And just Packers fans everywhere in Vegas right now. I was thinking of Mark because we had, right, you and I were both looking at the same clip. One of the news stations had an, an interview with Murphy in Vegas who leads these Packers fan rallies yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. 
and they were interviewing about who knows what, but just in the background, we didn't even have the sound on, but it was a guy with green and yellow hair. He's <laughs> <laughs> like nodding right. and listening. Just to like, I'm like, Here, here's Mark Murphy's constituency. This is, <laughs> That's this is just who a Tuesday he, for right. him. Yeah, okay. question for you here, Mark. Uh, tonight, <laughs> yeah. should they come out in the 4-3 defense, you know, Oh, I bet you're gonna put gets... Jair. Is you gonna put Jair Alexander on Devonte Adams? And what are your thoughts on? Guys? I bet he gets those questions all sure the time. Sure, he does. Right. He's, here's guy like gangrene looking guy, <laughs> and that's who that's who Mark Murphy has to deal with on the road. So they were saying that the Raiders would even likely have to be practicing like uh, silent counts and what as if they were going to an away right, game because they expected to be so loud tonight from Packers Nation. Do they have? Is this them forever? Like does does do the do the Raiders no longer have a fan base? Do they no longer do they not have a home stadium? Do they not have any? Is this just a place to go where everybody's visiting team, where everybody team, you know, when your team is playing there, where you go, and they like never really have a home game? That's a great question. I would say that I think Oakland still has a Raiders contingency. Like okay. you don't just shed that. But Vegas right? could care less, right? Like maybe they have a couple of fans. I nobody's hmm. from Vegas who lives there. Right. Everybody's from somewhere mm-hmm. else, right? So I don't. I just wonder if they ever build up. I guess their hockey team, right? What are they? Lightning? Is that them? No, that's Tampa no, Bay. That's Tampa Bay. Who's the they, Knights or the Golden Knights? Golden Knights. Yes. That's it. Thank you, Tim. I guess they've built a following there. Hmm. I mean, I, there's still Raiders fans. I mean, there's Raiders fans. Yeah. Here. Does, is, does Darth Raider still make it out for that? Of course. You or, know I'm talking or about? Probably, that guy who wears the Vader, the Darth Vader right. mask, and then he's got like spikes and stuff. Or on he's the like Ragnar, pad. and just a guy that they hired a you know some actor. I thought Darth Raider was real. I thought that was an actual fan. It could be, but it wouldn't shock in the black me hole. If they just found a guy. Okay, put this on. Stand here. No, I don't want to believe that crown. at all. No, I want to believe that's a real guy who <laughs> every other Sunday or whatever it was there in <laughs> Oakland. Put on that out. Just like the dog pound yeah. guys in Cleveland. Yeah, our guys are real in Green Bay. You got Frozen Tundra guy mm-hmm. who's got the foam hat and then the icicles that hang on his off. Mustache and then he does whatever. his yeah. mustache. Yeah. That's a real guy. You got shirts off guy all over. You have what was it? Cheese bra girls. Oh, that's right. Those Packers girls. That yep. was that was like fifteen were, years ago. Wasn't there like a guy with a bishop hat on? Saint yes. Oh, Saint Vince. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've met that guy. Yeah, he's a real dude. We might see some of them tonight <laughs> in Sin City. Like it could I happen. hope so. Am I going to lose that hundred dollars that I gave Brust? Oh, that's yep. right. Yes, right, I forgot about that. Right, so. So what had happened was I'm, I was almost out of here too Friday, and I run into Ben Brust, former Badger. You know him, ESPN Milwaukee. He's uh, what's what's his show now? Kyle Brust and Nortman, mm-hmm. yep. right on yep. ESPN Milwaukee in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So Benny is uh, upstairs in our in our common space, and he's all into me about, hey, I need $100 from you. And I'm like, okay. He's like, um, you know, he's there for the game. He goes, I'm, I'm collecting $100, and we're going to, th- whatever we get, we're going to throw it all on red and on the were, roulette wheel. And you were just fine with and that? And how much do you get back from this? I mean, did it's they say they're going to split everybody everybody equally? Well, he, he was You're the only on one that. that gave money, aren't you? What do you mean he was unclear? Why wouldn't well, he just say, here's what you'll get back? Yeah, I mean, I guess. hundred bucks, it pays two to one, which, you know, in Vegas is great for a, a near 50-50 shot. Or you lose everything. Or I lose everything. Or Ben wins and doesn't tell anybody. Also possible. He's Since radio he's silent on Twitter. Money from. 
Yeah, right. So he's like sitting there going, counting the money. <laughs> what I should have done is pledge $100. Yes. <laughs> I pledge $100. You cover me, and then I'll... No? I didn't want to do it because... Uh, losing a hundred dollars, like I'd like to be at a point in my life at some time where, where I can sneeze at a hundred bucks. It's still a hundred bucks. I'm not, I'm not there a bit yet, steep, right? My friend. And also, like I said to Benny, I'm like, would I take a hundred bucks right now, go over to Potawatomi, and put a hundred bucks on red? No, I would. I would maybe gamble a hundred dollars, but then I would have the joy of you know, the enjoyment of yes, the entertainment playing, factor. Yeah, right. playing a little blackjack or doing the slots or table games or whatever. I like to do that. So is that that's different than Powerball? Even though, I mean, Powerball you can donate less money and win a whole bunch. There's no more. entertainment value in it. Yeah, right. Really, so, you're not sitting there actually having fun trying to. Yes. You know. Yeah. And it's not a 50-50 shot, I guess. Right. You don't get free drinks either. (laughs) To your point, Deb, if you're gambling, if you're gambling healthy for entertainment, it's like I have I've put aside an amount of money that I can afford to lose and chalk it up as a user fee. I pay to go to a movie, I pay to go to a ball game, I pay, you know, so if I can spend several hours at the casino and if if it doesn't work out, I've lost this sum of money, fine. But like so I wouldn't so I wouldn't go throw a hundred bucks on red just by myself. Why did I give that to Ben? Have I done that before? Yes, but not $100. I've given yeah, people right. quarters and say, throw this in the thing, whatever comes out, with that throw, boom, it's mine. I think I got bullied into it. Yep. I'm pretty sure I did. He's radio silent, too. I've seen nothing on his social media. He's been there all weekend? I, I assume so. Hmm. He's just spent it. Brought himself around. He and his buddies. All right. Well, that's on me. I'll, I'll report back to you hey, all can tomorrow. I borrow 100 bucks too? Yeah, here you go. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. 55 degrees, the high temp today under mostly sunny skies. And chilly once again overnight. Low temperatures away from Lake Michigan. Dipping down into the mid-30s. 43 in Milwaukee right now. We bring in Sandy Max and Steve Scafidi, WTMJ Now, coming up next. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Yeah, I, I alternated between sad and angry most of Saturday because this story from Israel just, just hits me hard. So we're going to spend a lot of time on today's show, Sandy, talking about it. Indeed. And I think that um, one of the ways that I want to talk about is with my friend, Rabbi Jacob Herber, who uh, used to be in Milwaukee, now is in Washington, and spent a lot of time in Jerusalem. He will give us a firsthand account of what our friends of the Jewish community are feeling on this attack in Israel on Saturday. A lot of different places you can take it as well. There's A, what happened. There's B, the, the politics of it. There's the, you know, the intelligence and security failure, both in Israel and in the U.S. That's one of our most important allies. Like, didn't we have people who knew this was coming? And then, of course, and first and foremost, the human toll. And what people are experiencing, not just in the Jewish community, but across the world this morning. WTMJ Now, that's up next with Steve and Sandy.